0: It's the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. I told
1: y'all, boys, at the end of camp, count, why not us? We ain't playing. We ain't playing. Believe that. Look at every single one of us in here. Look at your neighbor. We the ones. We the ones they talking about. Keep it shit up, man. That same mentality. Yes, sir. We're going to go all the way. as right. love as believe in each other, yes, bro. Y'all, yes, y'all, hey. We all we got. Yes, hey, Titans on three. One, two, three. Titans.
2: Welcome to the Locked On Titans Podcast. I am your host, Tyler Rowland. Titans fans, it is a Revenge Monday. Let's revel in that victory a little bit more. The Titans have won two playoff games for the first time since the Super Bowl run. What a great time to be following this team. We are going to break down this game in all its glory. What an incredible Saturday night in Baltimore, the Titans tie up the playoff series 2 to 2 with the Ravens. Always the underdog winning those games. Absolutely incredible. We are going to talk about the keys to the game. We are going to do tighten up, tighten down, and just like last week, we are going to get the sounds of the Titans here from head coach Mike Vrabel and some of the players about what this victory meant for the team and how they were able to do it. So, excited to get into all of it with you guys. If you aren't Already subscribe to the show on whatever platform you listen to podcast and follow me on Twitter at Tic Tac Titans for more. Let's get it started and jump into a little Rollins recap. First things first, you have to start with this Tennessee Titans defense. The Titans defense from the first half of the year that was pretty dominant at times seemed to have showed back up now with a Dory Jackson back in the fold. They were able to create three turnovers on a Baltimore team that didn't turn over the ball. Very much the entire season, they stopped the Ravens on two critical fourth downs. In my opinion, the Tennessee Titans defense is the best defense in the NFL at defending one yard. We have seen it time and time again. Throughout the regular season, and it's shown up again in both the playoff games against New England and here against the Ravens. They were also able to sack Lamar Jackson four times. Jarrell Casey, the biggest players, make plays when it matters the most in the biggest games. And Jarrell Casey was able to get two sacks on Lamar Jackson, force one of those turnovers by forcing a fumble. Harold Landry put Lamar Jackson on the honor roll, was able to make a big play. And then it was nice to see Kamale Correa get that. against his former team who said, hey, this is a good player, but we don't really need him and just cast him off. Well, what is one man's garbage is another man's treasure and the Titans were able to use Correa and he had a big impact in this game, including that sack Also, the Titans were able to hold the Ravens to two field goals in the first half. That was critical to getting the Ravens out of their comfort zone, getting the fans to quiet down, and kind of getting a handle on the game early when the Ravens had not really been put in that position. So the Titans' defense was the superstar of the game, holding this Ravens' historic offense to only 12 points. It's quite miraculous, and one of the real ways that they were able to do that, Lamar Jackson was able to get going. He had 365 passing yards, 143 rushing yards. He had a touchdown in the air, but... They were never able to get anybody else going in the rushing attack. Mark Ingram had 22 yards and was banged up for most of the night, it seemed. Gus Edwards only had 20 yards, so the Titans forced Lamar Jackson to do everything, and time after time, the Titans' defense made a stop when it was needed the most, despite the Ravens being able to get quite a bit of yards out there. Speaking of getting quite a bit of yards out there, Derrick Henry goes for 195 yards. The King continues to reign supreme and dominate anyone in his path. He is the first player in NFL history with three straight games over 180 yards. He is the first player in NFL playoff history with two straight games over 180 yards he had 195 on the night was able to add a passing touchdown out of the wildcat in a crucial situation to Corey Davis and the numbers on their own are impressive but when you add in that 157 of those yards came after contact you realize that the offensive line is doing their job but Derrick Henry is just a supreme talent and a rare breed of athlete that we have not seen very often in the NFL he's doing things with the help of his line, but he's also making plays on his own. On a crucial third and short, he got hit two yards deep in the backfield late in the game, was able to get through the contact, get through the line, get to the second level, and ended up with a 63-yard gain late that broke the back of the Ravens. So Things like that, you want to credit the offensive line, but we also have to highlight how special Derrick Henry has been during this run. Ryan Tannehill did not have over 100 yards passing again for the second one week. He was only asked to throw the ball 14 times because of the success that the Titans were having, giving the ball to Derrick Henry 30 times on the ground, but Tannehill was good when it mattered most. He had three total touchdowns on the day, including an incredible catch by Johnu Smith to get the scoring started for the Titans early on, and then finish that with another great touchdown throw to Khalif Raymond on a 49-yard catch down the field on a beautiful double move by Raymond to score. He also ran in a touchdown on a speed option with Derrick Henry on the goal line. So an overall great game for Tannehill, even if his passing numbers aren't gaudy. Overall, just an incredible performance from the Titans as an entire team and the organization. Amy Adams-Strunk, John Robinson, Mike Rabel, All have been excellent and have put this team in a position to succeed. They were able to get revenge on the New England Patriots for knocking them out of the playoffs in 2004 and get revenge on the Ravens for the defeat in 2008. Now it is time to see if they can make it to the Super Bowl with a rematch against the Kansas City Chiefs lying ahead on Conference Championship Sunday. That will wrap up our Rollins recap. Let's get into everybody's favorite, tighten up, Tighten down and talk about some individual performances from the game. And spoiler alert, there are a lot of tighten ups to go over. Make sure that you guys are sending me your tighten ups and tighten downs on Twitter at Tic Tac Titans. To get fit in 2020, you don't have to join a gym or pay a ton for overpriced fitness equipment. The best way to get in the best shape of your life is with Echelon. Go to EchelonFit.com to discover their X1 Connected Fitness Bikes that offer a high quality at-home cycling experience that's less than half the price of a Peloton. I've had some injuries in my life. It's hard for me to run outside. I don't lift weights well due to those. I use exercise bikes and other things like that, and I've always been very interested in having an option at home, but those Pelotons are so expensive. This is a fantastic alternative. Echelon makes beautifully engineered products for everyone, busy moms and dads, first responders, or elite athletes. It's whatever your activity level is. And with daily live and on-demand studio classes right in your home, you'll never have to step foot in a gym. And you'll love Echelon, but if you aren't 100% satisfied, guys, they'll give you your money back join hundreds of thousands of men and women who are getting fit with echelon don't pay a ton for peloton buy an echelon bike today for under a thousand dollars go to echelonfit.com slash l-o-n-f-l go to echelonfit.com slash l-o-n-f-l to learn about their limited time free apple ipad and complete details of this exclusive offer. Echelon, it's your time. That's E-C-H-E-L-O-N fit.com slash L-O-N-F-L Echelonfit.com slash L-O-N-F-L Fellas, let's talk about the bedroom. Remember the days when you were always ready to go? Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up. Bluetooth.com That's blue like the color blue. Blue True brings you the first chewable with the same FDA approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis so you know that they work. You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach. And since they're chewable, they work up to twice as fast as a pill so you can be ready whenever the opportunity arises. Now this isn't just for guys who can't perform. It's for any guy who wants extra function to enhance their performance in the bedroom. You let off with a home run. Make sure you can go deep in your second at bat. Blue Chew is prescribed online and shipped straight to your door in a discreet package, so no in-person doctor's visits, no waiting at the pharmacy, and best of all, no more awkwardness. They're made in the USA, and since Blue Chew prepares and ships direct, they're cheaper than a pharmacy. Right now, we've got a special deal for our listeners. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use our promo code On. Just pay $5 shipping. Again, that's blue chew. Dot com promo code locked on to try it for free blue chew is a better cheaper faster choice and we thank them for sponsoring the podcast tighten up Tighten down. Let's talk about some individual performances from Saturday night's upset victory over the Baltimore Ravens. And where else could we start but the man himself, the NFL rushing leader, whoop, whoop, Derek. Henry, 195 yards. He had two catches, had a great touchdown pass. I talked about him in our first segment already quite a bit, but why not talk a little bit more about this guy? Throughout the year, we've had conversations about how much to pay him in his free agency and I don't care what they give him now, because he deserves all of it, all the records that he's shattering, how he's carrying this offense, and the offense, quite frankly, could do more in the passing game, most likely, but why? Why not give the ball to Derrick Henry when he's so effective, 6.5 yards per carry in this game? two of the best defenses in the NFL, he has just shredded and made them look tiny, and we talked about this being Revenge Monday, and one of the big reasons for that is Earl Thomas, the safety for the Baltimore Ravens, had so much to say last week about how, you know, the Patriots just didn't want to tackle Henry, and they're not going to be like that, you know, they're going to make Tannehill throw, he had a lot to say, but when we saw him out there on the field, he was getting twisted around by Derrick Henry, stiff-armed twice out of bounds he did not make a huge impact on this game after ryan Tannehill took that sack where they just schemed a good look and earl thomas got in the backfield so earl thomas talking a lot the ravens talking a lot plus what happened in 2008 with that dirty bend back on chris johnson and that delay of game that cost the titans there that should have been called all those bad memories coming back and the titans were able to get revenge because derrick henry the king Came to take what was his, and that was everything. Moving forward, Johnu Smith, incredible catch. We all learned, we all learned on Saturday night, once and for all, that one cheek equals two feet ladies and gentlemen. So that's about as not safe for work as this podcast will get. Good catch. John U. Smith, Corey Davis stepped up big. Corey Davis has been much maligned. I got a lot of you guys reaching out to me asking about Corey Davis. Corey Davis has been fantastic blocking all year. He has been getting open. Just the ball's been going over to A.J. Brown and it's hard to deny the results there of Ryan Tannehill getting the ball over to A.J. Brown but Corey Davis has got open you would expect a little bit more from him but in the biggest game of the year so far he was there, made a physical contested catch at the back of the end zone from Derrick Henry who said he's done this a little bit back in his high school days so excellent that Corey Davis was able to step up in one of the biggest moments and even though Ryan Tannehill only threw for 88 yards, 7 of 14 not really being asked to do as much as he was in the regular season For good reason. He put in three total touchdowns, as I mentioned in the first segment, two passing touchdowns, and he put both of those on the money and in crucial situations. That touchdown to Khalif Raymond for 49 yards deep, a beautiful move by Raymond. He is a Titan up as well, but Tannehill put that on the money past the Ravens defenders to put them up 14 to nothing. And that is the type of play that we've seen the Titans miss on those wide open plays before. And when you miss on those, it hits the momentum so. Much And it would have given the Ravens a major boost for the Titans to not be able to capitalize there. So Tannehill making clutch throws, even though he's not being asked to throw a lot. And honestly, it's probably hard for him to get in a rhythm when he's only asked to throw 14 times and only get seven completions out there but when it matters most he's able to throw some dimes that help the Titans score and just incredible play by Ryan Tannehill in that game even if it was in a limited role like I said Khalif Raymond scoring a touchdown there the last Titan up I want to get to on the offensive side of the ball is just the entire offensive line for the second week in a row at least three offensive linemen were in the top five of pro football Focus's grades for the game last week four offensive linemen were in there Taylor Lewan, Roger Saffold Jack Conklin were the top three this week. This offensive line has been incredible here in the back half of the year, despite giving up a lot of sacks in the regular season. They gave up only one sack In this game, and that was the Earl Thomas one we talked about earlier, they are dominating at the line of scrimmage, pushing people three, four, five, six yards back, and even when they don't, Derrick Henry is there to make a few guys miss and get down the field, so excellent by the entire team, the entire offensive line. Mikul Pruitt was out there making plays. Everybody had a role in this win on offense, so incredible from that side of the ball. On the other side of the ball, and... Quite honestly, if you haven't noticed yet, the Titan Ups are just everyone. Everyone played their part in this game and did what they had to do. So on the defensive side of the ball, the defensive line up front, Daquan Jones, Austin Johnson, Jarrell Casey, Jeff Simmons, completely plugged up the dive on that zone read that we talked about last week, that read option. Mark Ingram, 22 rushing yards, Gus Edwards, 20 rushing yards. They were not able to do anything with that dive up the middle. And when you don't create that success in the dive game in the read option, well, then no one is crashing in on the running back because you're not even worried about that. And that leaves everybody able to feel comfortable staying outside to take care of Lamar Jackson, which the Titans weren't necessarily able to do successfully. But when you force the Ravens offense to make Lamar Jackson throw over 40 times and you get him running every single play because he can't give it off to the dive, well, you got to credit the guys up front. And that's those big hog mollies and the big bodies, Jeffrey Simmons, Jarrell Casey, Daquan Jones, Austin Johnson doing a great job in there. Outside, the edges, Kamale Correa had a sack. Harold Landry had a sack. They did a great job forcing Lamar Jackson outside and keeping him from cutting up the field and getting easy yards. They made him work for everything and strung him out of bounds. The linebackers, Rashawn Evans, of course, who was fantastic in this game. Wesley Woodyard comes in. He's been in a, a limited role throughout the year due to being an aging veteran, but when it mattered most, he came in was able to make some plays on a crucial third down right at the beginning of the game. He was able to knock the ball out of Willie Sneed's hands. So really great to see the veteran who hasn't had as many snaps as he's had in the past make plays in the biggest game of the year. David Long, the sixth-round rookie, remains. Remember, folks, the Titans got Ryan Tannehill by swapping a fourth and a sixth-round pick. That sixth-round pick turned into David Long. So the Titans got Ryan Tannehill and David Long for a fourth-round pick when the Dolphins are paying $5 million of Ryan Tannehill's salary. Long dealt with some injury issues, but he was still able to play 45-plus percent of the snaps. Wesley Woodyard also played that amount of snaps. They were right there neck and neck. Long seems to be okay. He was celebrating in the locker room, so hopefully he's good to go. But just an incredible performance from everyone in the front seven and the defensive backs. I said all along for the last month on this show, on Twitter, at Tic Tac Titans, that this roster on defense was ideally suited to stop this Ravens attack because of the versatility and the physicality of their linebackers, front seven, and their defensive backs. Kenny Vaccaro, Logan Ryan, Kevin Byard, they will get in your face and get in the run game and tackle like they are linebackers, but they will also cover the best wide receiver, cover your physical tight end. They will get up there on your running quarterback and fill the alleys. It was just incredible to watch everybody do their part, and that's what makes this team so successful on defense is because they are able to do their job and rely on their brothers around them and you know that that's the case when you see somebody like Dane Crookshank who only got 15 snaps on defense all year play crucial downs and play 26% of the snaps out there. He out snapped his entire regular season in this game on defense. Amani Hooker, another rookie, playing crucial snaps out there with Logan Ryan, with Kevin Bayard, with Kenny Vaccaro. So those defensive backs and having so much depth on this team really, really was the key to this victory and key to the success on defense. And finally, I want to talk about the cornerbacks outside. Adoree Jackson and Tremaine Brock. Tremaine Brock has been a godsend for this team since he was able to get comfortable and learn his role. He has vaulted up to being their starting cornerback in the Malcolm Butler role. And you see why he's been a starter in the NFL for so long and had success. He is a talented player especially when you give him a simple concept to run he was out there making plays played fantastic so impressed by Tremaine Brock and again before we get into our Titan downs the last Titan up I want to give here is for Adoree Jackson who was out for quite some time came back in and has been one of the Titans best players he has completely changed this defense you guys remember at the beginning of the season this defense was phenomenal they were shutting everybody down and the Titans were even in these games because the defense was doing so well. Once Adoree Jackson got hurt, once Malcolm Butler got hurt, we saw that fall off. Adoree Jackson comes back here in the playoffs and all of a sudden the Titans defense is right back to where it was, holding people under 15 points, holding people right above 10 points, once again like the beginning of the season. So incredible to have Tremaine Brock fill that Malcolm Butler role and have Adoree Jackson back in the fold. That will get me into our Titan downs and the number one Titan down is me for questioning whether or not a Jackson should be put on IR. I will continue to eat crow for that tweet that I shot off. A Jackson has changed this defense in the playoffs. Thank God that the coaching staff did not put him on IR and that they waited and waited and waited until he was ready to go and had faith that they would make the playoffs and now that is paying dividends. The last Titan down I want to get to because I don't want to spend a lot of time on Titan down's for This team at least the last Titan down for this team is the third and long defense the Titans were playing primarily zone They only rushed three or four most of the time and while I agree with the philosophy at certain points in times It was pretty alarming and pretty defeating for the Titans to give up first down conversions When they had them in third and 16 third and 13 major third and long So hopefully they'll be able to clean that up when they go up against someone like Patrick Mahomes who can take advantage of that with this quickness in the pocket and his arm as well. That will do it for our Titan Ups and Titan Downs. Remember, send me your Titan Ups and your Titan Downs on Twitter, at Titans. We are going to jump into sounds of the Titans and revel a little bit more in this revenge victory over the Ravens. We are going to hear from head coach Mike Vrabel and some of the players to get an idea of how they felt in the locker room after the game. Matt Williamson brings the scouts' perspective to the Locked On NFL Podcast
0: And he got better, I thought, this past year, which is encouraging with the anticipatory throws
2: and the touch of his throws. But his deep ball passing is like the worst in the league. Hear Matt with co-host Brian Peacock every day on Locked On NFL. Subscribe or follow today wherever you get your podcasts. Fantastic victory, guys. And everybody counted the Titans out in the national media. There are countless different examples floating around on the internet right now of different people and their terrible terrible takes counting this team out and I hope that everyone has learned that you can never do that. Revenge over the Patriots like I mentioned for that exit in the 2004 playoffs. Revenge over the Ravens for that terrible loss when the Titans went 13-3 and in 2008. Finally this team has a chance to make it to the Super Bowl and hopefully put a cap on everything by raising the Lombardi trophy, but what we want to do right now is continue to revel in the victory over the Ravens for one more day before we step forward in our preparation for the Chiefs. So let's hear from head coach Mike Vrabel and some of the players. I'm going to give you guys the audio clips here courtesy of TitansOnline.com and let's enjoy this victory just a little bit more. And we will start with the head coach, Mike Vrabel. Mm, it
0: feels great. It feels great to watch the players Execute a game plan that the coaches work very hard at, um, and again, all the all the credit goes to the to the coaches and, and most especially the players. They're the ones that went out there and executed and locked in all week, and then came here in a, in a hostile, um, difficult environment and was able to get off to the fast start that we talked about. And that's what they've done all year. And they were able to, you know, they're they're not number two uh, in the league for by accident. Um, we thought that that was a huge key to the game was our ability to, to force them to kick field goals, uh, figured Tucker would make them all, which was fine, um, and then our ability to score when we got down there, to score touchdowns really was the difference in this football game, you know, provided great momentum in complementary football. You get three turnovers and four fourth-down stops, um, you know, against a... An amazing offense with, with really, really good players. You know, Arthur made a great call. Uh, Ryan made a great throw, and, and Johnu continued to develop. Uh, went back, got the football, secured it, and you know, it was a heck a huge play. Well, I mean, the, the plays as long as they're decisive. I think Dean and Arthur and Auk do a great job. You know, coordinating uh, their phases. Um, it's important to me that that everybody has input uh, throughout the week, and they're you know they're in charge of of calling it. Um, but he's continued to develop, and he's continued to, um, you know, we're on the same page with a lot of things. Sure. I mean, they, they, were, they were catching people in shock and all in the first quarter. And, um, again, I thought we did a great job. I thought that the, the players understood the scheme, um, some of the keys of trying to stop him. I and mean, You saw where he gained yards. They were getting him into the – between the hashes and the numbers. And when we defended, you know, from number to number and made him go laterally, they weren't big plays, and then we were able to get some stops. And you know, it could have been a lot better if we were able to you know, get them off the field on some of those third and long situations, but we didn't, and, and we played great red zone defense. Just trying to find the right time to call it and use it, and yeah. it was uh, very well executed. I thought Corey did a fantastic job of going up and getting the football, attacking the football. Um, yeah. it's something that we practice. I mean, you've got to have some plays for when you get down there. I mean, it's just as dangerous. You know, when he drops back to throw it is when they, you know, designed to to read somebody. So, you know, he made some yards. And, you know, again, we, we probably knew that we weren't going to just completely eliminate, you know, a dynamic player. But uh certainly helped. I thought we played the situations, um, you know, very good when we got down in the red zone. Our, our guys, uh, you know, in the two-minute drill, you know, they did a fantastic job of keeping their poise and, and coming up with some big stops. And, you know, Dane, you know, Obviously, Dane Crookshanks, a guy that's a core special teams player for us, excellent special teams player, and it was it was great to see him have a role and be able to, to make a stop down there and, and, you know, get a PBU there on fourth down. Well, his skill set is, um, you know, we know that it's not going to always be five and six and seven yards. You know, it's going to be grind, 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 and we're going to bust one. I think they, they have that kind of confidence uh, to be able to, you know, pick and prod where we're going. I think Keith and. Keith Carter and Arthur do a great job of kind of figuring out what we want to do based on the looks that we're getting um, and to be able to hit some of those runs. And guys are finishing blocks, and when Derek gets to the backside and is able to get to the second level, um, you know, most of the time he's able to, to, to gain a, a lot of yards. But he was excited. You know, David, David is a young player that was excited to play and look, look forward to the opportunity. I thought he was active. <coughs> Certainly have to look at the tape to, to figure out what else he did or what he needs to improve on. or. What mistakes? You know, there's always going to be mistakes in the game, but I don't think it was too big for him. I think he was excited about playing in this game, um, and he was prepared. I try to spend the majority of my time preparing the team the best that I can, um, you know. And and really, I think for those of us that have been around this league long enough, I think that's kind of overrated—the underdog thing. And you know, it's it's pro football. Everybody gets paid. Everybody has a job to do. You know, we knew we were going to get on a plane a few weeks ago, and as long as we kept winning, uh, we were going to keep getting on that plane. And we're going to do the same thing this week. We're going to continue to improve, um, not let complacency sit in, and not be excited about, you know, winning whatever this was. I don't even know. We're going to play in the AFC Championship game, um, but we have to continue to improve. And you heard me say it: the teams that do that, um, they keep playing, and the ones that don't, they make off-season plans. You know, we we just try to do whatever we can do each and every week. Um, to, to win the game. And sometimes, the, you know, we hit some big plays, you know, helped, you know, hitting the one to Khalif I thought was, was huge. Um, you know, to be able to turn around right there and, and hit a sudden change and hit, hit a shot, it's good to have Khalif back. Um, he means a lot to this football team. Uh, so I know it, it killed him not to be able to be in there the last couple weeks. But, you know, every week we're going to try to do whatever we need to do to win a football game. Well, we you'd had to do it with some turnovers and fourth down stops. Like that's, that's the only way you can do it. Make, making Tucker kick field goals, and um, you know he's a fantastic player, and he's he's, he's going to be amazing for this league. And um, you know, but but our guys, I just give a lot of credit to our players. They were they were ready to go. Coaches did a great job. Um, they were ready to play, and uh, and they executed a lot. I Man, we coach we coach everybody the same. We we try to get them to improve and and, and get them to keep going. And, and he plays hard and. You know, this meant a lot to him and a lot, a lot to Dean. You know, for guys that spent time here, this is a great organization. You know, John's, a, John's a great football coach, um, a great, great owner. And, uh, you know, we knew it was going to be a difficult challenge to come in here um, and win the game. And our guys were, were ready, and I'm proud of how they played. I'm proud to be their coach. Well, I think it start, you know, It just doesn't start with me. It starts with Miss Amy. I think that um, that's something that's important to her, you know, that um, you know, she grew up in, uh, around this, this league you know, with, with Mr. Adams, and um, it's important for her to maintain that, uh, that family atmosphere. And, uh, you know, obviously to be able to have Carter here, um, you know, when you win and you turn around and you see your son, it's pretty cool. They handed me a sheet that said the only player in NFL history. So whatever comes after that, I mean, it's pretty much self-explanatory when it's only player in NFL history, blah, 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 blah. blah. I mean, it's, it, it's fun. Uh, to get to coach him, Um, you know, he's got a great energy, he's durable, he's physical, and, uh, you know, I'm glad he's with us.
2: I am glad that Derrick Henry is with us as well, coach. Gotta love the way that Mike Vrabel talks about his players, his coaches, and his all-business mentality of, hey, we won the game, it's great credit to everybody, but we gotta move on, we gotta keep getting on that plane. Love how he talks about the family environment surrounding this organization, starting at the top with Amy Adams-Strunk. These are the exact type of things you want to hear from your head coach as we build a culture around this Tennessee Titans football team team excellent we are going to keep that going and hear from derrick henry with a special introduction from tajay sharp
0: hey but how y'all doing before we get started i just want to introduce y'all we got the nfl russian leader if anybody got a problem with that you come see me we bout that big trust Woo, woo. king henry in the flesh Woo, woo.
1: <laughs> it's all jokes hey man. it's all jokes well, you know, it, I think that's a part of the game. You know, um, some guys like to, you know, say stuff to get them fired up, get the defense fired up, and I think that's what he was doing. And I just go play. So, man, y'all know how I feel about the pass play. I didn't miss like two of them. When I'm right down, I'm like, man, I got to, I got to, I got to hit this one. I don't hit, when I'm gonna hit this one. It's gonna be ugly for me. So. I was just glad I was able to get that one to Corey and score on that touchdown. Uh, I mean, I, I, I had to just because we were trying to get over the defense and give uh, Corey a chance. And I put it perfect, man. I haven't done that past since high school. And uh, I feel like I still got it. I take my pride in us winning the game. I don't really care about the individual stuff. We won. I take a lot of pride in that. I told you, I don't never look at all that or get into all that. I just focus on doing my job and, you know, try to be efficient and, um Let's try to finish runs and you know keep moving forward believing in each other no matter what's thrown at us no matter what happens just believing in each other just keep pushing keep on finishing you know coach preaches about finishing and um that's what we try to do when we're out there i, I just said good to see you earl that's what i said good to see you man and you know if uh, we can do this again oh i just like you know connecting with the fans you know it's always you know, great to, you know, get hyped up with the fans after a victory on the road. It's a great team and you know they came out to support it. You know, we definitely appreciate it. They were loud and, um, you know, we just, I just love the, the support from the fans and anytime I could, you know, get into action with them, I'm definitely gonna try to do that. Like I said, I'm, I'm more, I'm probably gonna believe, but I'm more, I'm happy we won, you know what I'm saying? So, I mean, stats and all that stuff is good, but we got the win and we're advancing, that's the most important thing. Um, You know, uh, yeah, we we definitely wanted to start fast and finish drives, sustain drives. And, um, you know, we just wanted to keep that that good momentum rolling while we had it. You know, they got, they're so explosive on offense. They can score just like that and make my eyes. So we just wanted to keep that momentum going, you know, and put good drives together. That's our mentality, so. That's how we approach it. I don't think we really worry about the noise. It's just our approach unindulved mentality and, um, you know, keep believing in each other. That's how we approach each and every week. It's a great win today. We're advancing. don't want to think too far ahead. Um, I'm just glad that we were able to, you know, win, win this game against a great team and you know, advance to the AFC Championship. Enjoy this win tonight. Get started tomorrow kind of statement did we make um we won you know i feel like we won i don't get into all that statements and all that i just try to make sure we all stay level um put our head down and just work like i told him in there like i said
2: at the end of camp why not us we're gonna keep that same mentality You have to love when your best player only cares about winning despite being a record-breaking running back who led the NFL in rushing yards. The only thing that the King cares about is taking care of victory. Next, we are going to hear some from the defensive star of the night, Jarrell Casey. Two sacks, a forced fumble. Let's hear what he had to say about the game. Unbelievable team effort. I think everybody played the exact
1: assignment that we preached all week. We all was tuned in to the details of the game, and you see today what we did to those guys. We executed our defense, and it was unbelievable. We, we knew once we got, we got up on those guys, our uh, offense was going to do their job of maintaining the ball and running the ball. They haven't played a game this physical, I don't know, all season long. So we knew what this type of game was going to come down to, who's going to be the most physical team, who's going to be dominant, and we all knew what we all built on inside the ball. It was grit and attitude. That's all we understand. That's all we know. We put our hands down. We come in with our lunch pails and our hard hats, and we go to work.
2: Woo! All that talk of being the most physical team really gets me fired up, and that's exactly what the Titans are going to have to do this weekend in the AFC Championship game in a rematch against the Kansas City Chiefs. You know that after that performance against the Texans, that offense will be licking their chops, hoping to get another shot, At the Titans to get some revenge on their side for the game in the regular season and the last two matchups before that. The Titans have had the Chiefs and Andy Reid's number so far. We will see if that continues. As the week progresses, we are going to continue to get into our game prep again. Another week of game prep for the Tennessee Titans, ladies and gentlemen. So we are going to start getting into everything in tomorrow's show Please subscribe to the show if you are not already on whatever platform it is that you listen to podcasts. Follow me on Twitter at Titans. It is going to be a great week of shows again, so make sure you are tuned in. As always, I am your host, Tyler Roland, and this was Locked on Titans.